Hello, my friends, and welcome again to the Deeper Daily Podcast. It's the 28th day of August. I'm Paul White. Thanks for joining me as we are in Mark chapter 15 today. We are in one verse, verse 5, and I, I, I save this one all by himself just to discuss this one topic. Verse 5 says, But Jesus still answered nothing, so that Pilate marveled. And I want to talk about the value of answering nothing today, or maybe you could say the value of remaining silent when everything within you is telling you to scream out something, to speak up. Learning the difference in the voice of the Spirit and in your own voice is, of course, part of the process of prayer and part of the journey of living this out, making mistakes and allowing the grace of God to form you. But that takes patience and it takes perseverance. Two things that are not often in the same sentence in regards to the believer's journey. To be patient in your own journey and to persevere through your own mistakes and your own faults is a part of who we are. So yes, there are times when you should speak up. The Holy Spirit speaking through you gives you the words to say, and you say them. But I wonder if we are in a culture where we need more training on when not to speak up than we do on when to speak up, because we have so many platforms available to us that allow us to speak up in ways that previous generations could never have understood. I mean, it's only been the last 250 years that newspapers were as prevalent as they are. They're not even that prevalent now. Now it's all digital. But print, we we like to think, but sometimes we think people have been reading books and newspapers forever. And of course, there's been scrolls and books and uh, the printing press is, you know, over 500 years old. But it doesn't mean that it was widespread. So people didn't have an outlet. I mean, you, you spoke to people around you, but it's not like you had a platform. Not like you had a major voice. And now we do. We have digital platforms that allow us to speak. We may be speaking into nothing, but we're getting to speak. And we're more than ever with social media platforms, we actually get to speak into people's conversation uninvited. So they're talking about things. Maybe they're very intelligently talking about things. And then we can throw in this idea we've got that then when you get you know, somebody blocks you, you get all offended because you're not allowed to talk anymore. And then, then we've got arguments over what our rights are. You know, I have the right to speak up. And so I think we probably need a return in some way to the discipline of silence. Because much like the sword, you know, we've talked about when you walk into the Garden of Gethsemane, if you don't have a sword, you can't use it. Fine, great. But if you don't have a sword, you don't know if you would have used it. And it's the not using it when you have one that's true discipline. The voice is the same way in a, in a way. In fact, the voice is very much able to cut. The sword of Christ comes out of his mouth, not his hand. So his words are words that split us. They tear us in half from the lie that's not us, and the truth that is. Your words can do the same thing. You have the power. Jesus breathed on them and gave them the Holy Spirit and said, whoever sins you remit, the remitted. Whoever sins you retain, the retains. And in some respects, you could say, 
that when you open your mouth to someone, you have the power. You have a great amount of power. Since you have that, and the sword in respect in that respect is coming out of your mouth, you have a great responsibility for when to keep your mouth shut. When standing in front of Pilate, Jesus doesn't answer anything. Pilate is marveled. He's marveled because this is unusual that you would stand here with people accusing you of things, and even if they were if they were true, you would you would accept them and maybe defend them. If they're not true, you'd defend yourself. Jesus does neither. Jesus is fulfilling Isaiah 53, 7. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He was led as a lamb to the slaughter and as a sheep before its shears is silent. So he opened not his mouth. Isaiah doesn't accidentally say, so he opened not his mouth twice. He says it twice to repeat the importance of, of this one who is going to come who knows how not to open his mouth. I think it's a much greater discipline to keep it to yourself than it is to throw out everything that comes to mind. Because it also doesn't, usually it doesn't change people when you, when you give your two cents. And if their heart's not in the right place or they're, they're not listening with an open mind or open ears, they're not going to hear it. Anyway, Jesus said, he who has ears to hear, let him hear. Which tells me, if people don't have ears to hear, they're not going to hear. They're only going to hear what they want to hear. And then they're going to respond the way they want to respond. So, I I don't know really the specifics of what this might say to you. you. You do. Or at least you've got an idea. But I felt like it was worth one podcast to stay on right here on verse 5. To say... Sometimes in life, you got to learn when not to talk. So you got to do this work on your own. Like you have to look into your life, recognize areas where maybe you're throwing your voice into the fray and it doesn't need to be. Maybe you've responded and you could have kept quiet. Maybe you should be quiet to see what the Holy Spirit would have you to say because speaking is what you need to do, but speaking right now is not what you need to do. Jesus isn't done talking. He's going to speak from the cross. The things he's going to say on the cross live forever. But he determines that the responses he could have in this room in front of his accusers are not the kind of responses he needs to give. I also have maintained this for a while, and I I can't, you know, I can't prove this, but it's interesting to me. I think Jesus has such words of life and such power. That if he says too much, Pilate will let him go. I mean, Pilate is right on the brink of being infatuated with Jesus anyway, and Jesus doesn't even hardly talk. Pilate's just not seeing anybody like him. What if he had heard him talk? Well, he, I don't know if he could have crucified him. And Jesus has come to this moment to drink this cup. He's going to this cross. And opening his mouth might save him, but cost all of us. I don't know what that says to our silence, but maybe something. We meet this next moment with the fellow rebels, Barabbas, namely. And we'll start that tomorrow. See you then. God bless.